This is our third session now on Philippians 4, 18 to 20, and in it we will focus on these words. According to his riches, God's riches, my God will supply every need of yours according to his, God's, riches in glory in Christ Jesus. So, Father, as we try to get our heads into the heavens of these riches in their glory and their rootedness and security and sureness in Christ, grant us to see the beauty of this, the wonder of this, and to be made content and confident and bold and loving in it with the absolute assurance that you as our Father, with these kinds of riches and this kind of glory and our kind of attachment to Jesus, will meet every need that we have. Give us that confidence, I pray now and help us to walk in it, in Jesus' name, amen. Here's the context. I have received full payment, because they've just sent him a wonderful gift, and more. I'm well supplied, having received from Epaphroditus the gifts you sent, a fragrant offering, a sacrifice acceptable and pleasing to God, and my God will supply, will fill up every need of yours. And now, three phrases, according to his riches. So, what will accord with his riches? Accord means be in sync with, be in harmony with. This supply that God gives God's will to supply, God's act of supplying accords with his riches, which means that our needs being met, our needs being met will, will never be limited by God's lack. God has no lacks. He's, these riches here are... How rich are they? How much are they? Here's Romans 11. Oh, the depth of the riches and the wisdom and the knowledge. But this is just riches now we're focusing on. Oh, the depth of the riches of God. And then we drop here. Who has ever given a gift to him that he might be repaid? The answer is nobody. So the argument is, if you give anything to God, he doesn't owe you anything back because he already owned what you gave him. He owns everything. For from him and through him and to him are all things. God has infinite 
resources at his disposal. He owns everything already. So to say that our supply, our needs will be supplied according to these riches means that this supply will never be limited by God's not having what we need. We need to let that sink in. God always has access to and rights over everything that we need. His riches are infinite. And then these riches are described in two ways. They are riches in glory, in glory. And they are riches in Christ. Now, what do those two phrases, those two prepositional phrases, add to the statement about our supply being according to God's riches. This one looks to me like a description of uh, the kind of riches or the quality of riches. They are in glory, and this, they're in Christ Jesus, would be their source, the source and the guarantee look at that in just a sec. So what I'm doing here is instead of collecting and quoting for you all these texts, which are the most similar phrases in Paul to riches of glory. So you can look those up if you want to when you have time. What I'm doing is simply lingering with you over the phrases to meditate on them to see what they communicate in and of themselves. In glory, they are riches in glory, suggests to me that Paul didn't want this riches simply be thought of in terms of, okay, you have a financial need here. Uh, God has a lot of finances, and there you go. Your financial need will be met. He enlarges our sense of the riches by saying they are riches in glory, there is a kind of riches, a quality of riches that has something to do with, with beauty. I'm using beauty for glory here. Beauty and, and greatness. Something God-like. Which means the needs that we have are probably never quite what we think they are. These needs always are needs for God's glory. There are always needs for divine glory. We think we need money. We think we need a human friend. We think we need a family. We need, think we need health. We think we need a job. And of course, in one sense, we do, and God is merciful in all those ways. But when he says in glory here, he's ramping up the nature of every need. We never merely need human resources. We always, our souls were made for God, and in every need we think we have, God knows we need Him and His unique qualities, His unique kind of riches, namely in glory. And then in Christ signifies, I think, 
where they come from. They're all in Christ, in relation to Christ, having their roots in Christ. But probably what he wants us to hear here is that when we are in Christ, when we are united to Christ, then we have the riches of glory guaranteed to us. They don't belong to everybody. This promise is not made to everybody that he will supply the riches, in, that he will supply the needs according to riches in glory for everybody. This is those who are in Christ. So here's a few pointers. 2 Corinthians 1.20, all the promises of God find their yes in Christ, in him. So if we're in him, all the promises of God are ours, like the promise that every need will be met, because we're united to Christ. Or we looked in a previous session at Romans 8.32, he who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all. Because of that logic, surely now he will give us all things with him. How will he not also with him graciously give us all things? Every need will be met, but they'll be met because he didn't spare his own son. And now since he didn't spare his own son, he won't spare any effort to bless those who are in his son. Or 1 Corinthians 3.21, so let no one boast in men for all things are yours, whether Paul or Paulus or Cephas or the world or life or death or the present or the future, all are yours. Now, what's the, the ground of that, the guarantee of that, the source of that? And you are Christ. You belong to Christ, and Christ belongs to God. So God owns absolutely everything. Christ belongs to God and therefore owns everything. We belong to Christ, and therefore everything is ours. That's something of the idea of in Christ. So this promise, my God will supply every need of yours, is made to accord with infinite resources. The resources go way beyond worldly, material, financial resources to the kind and quality of beauty and soul-satisfying reality that God gives. And it's all guaranteed for those who have been purchased by Jesus Christ and by faith are united to Jesus Christ. 